Hello and welcome to this edition of Risk Pods. Risk Pods are a resource of the Georgia School Boards Association Risk Management Services. We provide insurance coverages to 125 Georgia school systems and RESAs, which are regional educational service agencies in Georgia. Our podcast can be found on our website along with most of the major podcast services. Our topic today is going to be about our member advocates. Uh, We provide what we call member advocates to each of those 125 school systems. We refer to them as MAs for short. These MAs are the direct contact and the assistance to each of their members. All five of our member advocates are retired educators. In today's podcast, we're going to feature three of our most recent hired MAs. To begin with, I'm going to ask each of them if they would introduce themselves and give us a brief overview of their education background. Our most recent addition is Dr. Kim mm-hmm. Fraker. So, Dr. Fraker, if you'd tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Thanks, David. Good morning. And I just want to share that my background in education started when I was a high school English teacher. And so I um, enjoyed the classroom for several years, but then decided to pursue a leadership degree and then was able to put that to use as an assistant principal at the high school level for several years. And then as principal at the middle school level and the high school level, which I appreciated the opportunity to open a, a new high school in the county that I was serving. I've worked in four different school systems in the state of Georgia. Um, When I left the um, school-based administrative role, I went to central office as a chief academic officer and then chief of leadership and learning before um, transitioning into superintendency. And when I retired, I was superintendent in Gordon County Schools. Thank you, Dr. Fraker. Dr. Daryl Evans, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, hi, David. Thank you so very much for having us on this risk part and giving us an opportunity to share uh, transition experiences. I've had the opportunity to work uh, 31 years in education as a course of classroom teacher, building level administrator, uh, served in the role of principal at two different high schools before taking on my last position as assistant superintendent of school operations in Butts County. In that role, I was responsible for school safety, facilities, transportation, nutrition, assisted with the budget process and athletics. I mean, it has been an awesome career and I've enjoyed serving throughout my tenure. Awesome. And our third most recent hire is Dr. Damon Gibbs. Hi, David. Thanks for having me. A little bit about my background. I've spent three decades serving children in Northeast Georgia. I was a classroom teacher at the high school level, uh, assistant principal, elementary principal, high school principal, district office leader, uh, and spent the last eight years of my career as superintendent of schools in Dawson County. Well, as you can see, just from these three of our five MAs, that's an extensive education background pretty much covers most areas that you could think of. 
from uh, budgeting and uh, operations, superintendency, assistant superintendency. So that's why we find it very important here at GSBA Risk Management Services to bring in former educators because when they're out working in the insurance business now, they are able to understand the operations of the school and what those personnel are facing each day. So let's start with a couple of questions here and let you share some information uh, that, that you've come across. Each of you have in the past year or less retired from your school districts and then you've moved into this business of school insurance. Dr. Evans, what, what's been the biggest shock to you from moving from the school-based administration into this field? Thank you, David, for the question. Uh, there are a few areas, but if I had to focus on the biggest one, I think that I would have to say getting accustomed to the language used daily, like the terminology used with claims, insurance, acronyms, and just interpretation of different coverages. The good news is that we have a team of professional experts, and they're always ready, willing, and available to help with interpretation, explain the coverages, and also provide recommendations when questions come in from our members. But I want to point out is that we as member advocates do not work in isolation. It's an entire team working together to provide the best services to our members. Dr. Gibbs, how about you? David, I agree with everything that Daryl said. I think the, the biggest change uh, moving to this side has been um, the terminology and really understanding the coverage needs of each district and, and how different districts operate. Uh, I deal with 26 districts, um, including Reese's in Northeast Georgia, and each of them have pretty unique needs. Um, they operate in a different way. It's my job to understand how they operate and to understand what I can, what I can do uh, to help each one of them. But uh, the service to others uh, has been consistent throughout my career. So I uh, spent three decades serving children, and now I get a, a unique opportunity and privilege to serve 26 districts that are serving children each and every day. So it's I, I enjoy the work. I, I do think that it's an opportunity uh, to help folks understand and to better serve the children in, in the districts that, uh, that they operate in. Right. And that's our ultimate goal as former educators and what we're doing even in the insurance business. Dr. Franker, you have uh, been with us, uh, what, three or four months? So uh, what's been the most uh, um, eye-opening thing to you so far? Well, I agree with um, what's been shared already, especially with the terminology, um, learning just the different acronyms of the business, um, but really getting to take that deeper dive into the insurance and the coverages. And then like Damon pointed out with um, learning the needs of the different school systems has um, been very interesting and eye-opening to see how the needs are different, just even across Northwest Georgia, which is the area that I serve. But also I think one thing um, early on that, was different for me coming from the superintendent role was the idea that the work I do now is more primarily reactive versus the proactive work that I did as a superintendent. Um, because obviously in our business, um, insurance is the thing that you have. And then 
and it's there and you're comforted that it's there and you don't really take action till it's needed. And you don't know what those events are going to be until the school systems call and say, this is the situation we have. And then you help them work through each individual situation, which um, also from the superintendent role and then the role as a building level leader, um, I do feel like is, is the climate that many of us thrive in in education because we are calm, mm -hmm. cool, collected when you need it most, when there is a crisis or a concern. Um, so I think learning to sit back a little bit and take things in and having the time to do that was unique in the position I was coming from to this position. But I have shared with the school systems that I serve too is, you know, use me as a resource because I now I have found I have time to think. I have time to think through more of these scenarios and then also share my experiences. But but moving from primarily proactive to primarily reactive was different for me. That was three great uh, examples there of the, the benefits and what you've come into play so far here at GSBA Risk Management Services. Take it a little bit further. Um, looking back on all of your past educational experiences and now you being in risk management services, what what do you think and what do you think you'll draw on the most from your past experiences to help you within the insurance industry that we we provide? Dr. Gibbs? Well, David, I think one of the things, uh, being an administrator at, at multiple levels throughout my career, each of those was was unique in, in the sense that um, the needs were different. The wants were uh, unique from the level of children that we were dealing with. So one of the things that I think um, that I bring to the table for my members is I work hard to put my members at ease. Uh, when they're dealing with difficult situations, every situation is unique. Um, I'll give you a quick example. Uh, last Christmas, it was Christmas Day, and I got a call from a member. And my wife looks at me and she says, who could possibly be calling on Christmas Day? And uh, I knew him personally. So the relationships that I have with school systems in Northeast Georgia uh, give me a unique um, mm -hmm. opportunity to serve these districts in a different way. We're not an insurance company. We're not just somebody out there writing policies. We have relationships. So obviously I answered that call. Uh, I had a superintendent standing in three inches of water in his middle school, and and we were able to help him and get the process uh, initiated immediately uh, to remediate the damage that he had that he had been dealt by a storm that we had. So I, I really believe that's what makes us different. We have educators that that uh, understand educators and educators' needs, and then we have insurance professionals that really bridge the gap between. Uh, what we bring to the table and obviously what we don't have a background in and that's the <clears throat> the legalese and and all of that piece of the insurance uh, world so I feel like that's what what I can bring to the table for my members that's that's a great answer and just a reminder we only serve uh, Georgia's public schools and Risa's in the state of Georgia so that is our primary focus and that's why it is such a benefit having these individual MAs with educational backgrounds. Dr. Franker, how about you? Yes, I agree that, you know, our past experiences as system leaders is 
what is most valuable, I feel like, to a lot of our members, because we can walk alongside them and share information and, and seek solutions together. Um, and also just from having been in some of the same situations, you know, every situation is unique, but similar situations to just be able to, to share how we navigated some of those um, firsthand, I think has been comforting to some of the members that I work with, because when they call and they're like, hey, I've got a unique situation here to help me, help me look at this. And I can say, well, I had something very similar happen before. And I can draw on that experience to help guide them, especially with um, questions to gather information that I know that the insurance professionals that we work with will need to be able to get them the corrective actions that they need so that they can serve their students. So um, that's been a big help. Um, and we, I think we all truly want to be seen as a resource. Like, like has been said, we are not insurance um, people with an insurance background. We are school um, folks. We are educators. And that's first. We think about the students first. We think about what the system needs first. And then we are the ones that do the legwork to go out and get those resources in motion as quickly as possible to the schools. Right. Dr. Evans? Yes, David, I'm going to echo what has been said. Uh, we definitely bring an understanding of the perspective. Uh, number one, building level administrators, being in, having been in that position, district level leaders, and, and of course, the superintendent. Uh, we understand the work that goes on on a daily basis, and this allows us as MAs to, um, as like has already been said, to help our insurance professional understand the needs of our members. And then in return, we can help our members break down the technical insurance information to just get to the core of what is needed in a timely manner. In other words, we connect the dots. We connect the dots. Our knowledge of education just enables us to relay questions and information from our members uh, to our insurance professionals. We connect the dots. You all know that district administrators from superintendents, operations, finance, whatever department it may be, their hands are full and, and, and getting more full every day of requirements and, and needs that they have to deal with. In your short time with risk management services, what do you, what would you say would be the most pressing areas that district administrators need to focus on in terms of their insurance coverages? Dr. Breaker? Very good question. Thank you, David. Um, I think now that I have this perspective and looking back that one of the things that's going to be most important for district administrators to focus on when they look at their insurance coverage is really know what's offered as part of your insurance coverage. And I don't necessarily mean what's your deductible, what's what falls under that. Yes, you need to know those things. But also with GSBA risk management services, there are so many other things offered as part of your coverage, professional learning for you know, live or virtual, we offer when we do our member meetings. To me, those are really professional learning times. It's time to learn and grow together um, with the changing world that we live in. What are the risks that are out there and how do we mitigate those risks in a variety of areas, whether it's transportation or working with chemicals or, um, or just conduct of employees? 
you know, we, we cover all of those things. And sometimes I think our, our members do not um, take full advantage of the resources that are there in that area, that there are so many other things offered. You know, we've said each of us are a resource. We can do trainings. Um, I know that you go out and do assessments for people um, in their schools too, whether it's um, looking at workers comp type things or safety in the schools too. So really knowing what you get is part of this coverage and then taking advantage of that. Um, but also realize what needs to be covered when you're going to have an event coming up to think, do I need a, a different kind of coverage for this event? Um, and you can always call us and, and talk those things through. But I'll just give you a scenario because now that I'm on this side, looking back as a high school principal, we had a um, basketball exhibition team of professionals that came in that they played against a faculty team and yes I played I'm five foot two and I played against these these more professional basketball people um I I don't think I had anybody sign a waiver that participated I didn't think about that the other thing I didn't think about is in the middle of that exhibition before halftime they shattered one of our backboards and the glass went all over the floor and we're in this is a huge fundraiser for our school um, so after the fact for, for months, we were handling who pays for that, you know, who, who fixes, fixes that equipment. So there, there are things like that. Cause when the things you don't think will happen might actually happen. Great example. Great example. And you said it, y'all said it earlier that sometimes administrators are more reactive than proactive and part of that's because they've got so much on their plates and so that's where we mm -hmm. try to work together to to provide these resources available to them dr evans yeah, yes david um I, I think back to when i was in a district level position i would always think about safety and and as you just said just being proactive uh by ensuring that there are safety inspection processes in place and to give you an example you know like checking the playgrounds on a regular schedule uh, to make sure that the equipment works properly. Uh, some other things that I, I would focus on is utilizing safety training modules for departments. Um, to give you an example of that, if you have a uh, large amount of slips and falls, uh, you, you will put that at the forefront to kind of work to minimize those uh, type of situations. Uh, David, you sent out uh, on the first of each month safety and risk control topics, risk alerts. Uh, would use those to actually uh, develop training sessions and just use the resources uh, that are out there. Uh, we have so many resources to offer from the GSBA standpoint of the website. Uh, there's just so many. I, I just really think that if I knew all of this back then when I was in that position, I would have been better off uh, using all those different resources that, that are available. Dr. Gibbs? David, I look back on my time as, as superintendent, and, and one of the things that I would encourage districts to, to do is understand their coverage. Uh, read through their coverage documents enough to at least know what you have, and maybe more importantly, what you don't have. And so we've had a couple of examples of, of school-based uh, accidents. So what I'll, I'll use is uh, workers' comp. Uh, I think it's important to understand what workers' comp really covers and what constitutes a workers' comp claim uh, that is going to be paid and what may not. And a lot of times as superintendent, I felt like I felt like 
if they were an employee and an accident happened uh, on our campus, then it was automatically a workers' comp issue, and that's not always the case. So I think it's important to at least educate yourself enough to understand uh, what you do know, what you don't know, ask appropriate questions. Um, we're here to answer questions of our members. And if we don't have an answer, we're going to get an answer and get back to them. So uh, that would be my, my greatest piece of advice for our districts is to understand your coverage. Um, and I, I, another quick example, a large district with a very large budget may be able to take a hit of $100,000 and it be a very small issue to their over, overall budget. But a small district where I came from, we could not have withstood a $100,000 hit to our budget and it not be felt pretty significantly. So, again, you, you can that's those conversations about what limits should you have, what deductibles should you have. Uh, so I would encourage districts to educate themselves on those binding documents because they will explain what those limits are so that you can make decisions moving forward that make most sense for your size district and your needs. Great, great points. Um, and taking this a little further, based on all of your combined experiences, going back from being in a classroom, assistant principals, principals, assistant superintendents, superintendents, all the different areas, if you had an opportunity, and, and a lot of you will have this opportunity or already have done so, but if you had an opportunity to, to have 15, 20 minutes with the superintendent, with the finance director, with the operations directors, HR, other department heads in a school district, what kind of advice would you give them in a short 15 or 20 minute period that you got to meet with them what would be the number one advice you would give them in regards to the risk management services and insurance coverages? Dr. Fraker? Well, that's a very good question because there's so many, so many things I feel like I could share or would want to share to my younger self even um, about how I would do things differently. But one thing, and I, I think I touched on it earlier a little bit about um, taking advantage of the professional learning opportunities. You know, we're in the education business and I feel like at all levels, we have to model that commitment to learning um, at all levels. And as fast as things are changing in the world that we live in, um, to me, it's just so valuable to get those updates firsthand from, from the attorneys or the other, the insurance professionals from, from anyone that you can, but also am realistic and understand that people's calendars fill up very quickly. Um, some of the people we work with are veteran in the positions that they are in and they, they actually do teach some of the, the sessions that we have or conduct some of the sessions that we have. But I would also say, take advantage of building depth, um, for the next generation, for the the up and coming leaders, that the things that we offer through GSBA Risk Management Services, um, we put the agendas out there early. If you look and there's something about safety and, you know, you've got a building level leader, principal, assistant principal, someone that, you know, is up and coming that you want to build on for some of those um, district administration positions, that those are great people to tap, to send 
um, to listen in on some of those sessions, even if um, you know, we have them face to face. And it's been a great thing that GSBA um, offers the travel reimbursement for that um, for one person to attend. But also it's the virtual the opportunity to do this virtually. Now you can look at the agenda and say this person needs to listen to this section of the agenda. This person needs to listen to the next one. So to, to continue to build that depth, because what I hear when I'm visiting our Northwest Georgia systems, and I felt it myself is um, that that pool of the next generation of leaders is not as deep as it used to be. And so we really do need to pay attention to who's coming behind us um, and make sure that they are, are getting the knowledge that we have and the new knowledge that's coming in so that um, they can continue the great work that's already been started in the school systems across Georgia. Mm -hmm. Yep. David, I'd focus on really two things. Uh, number one, uh, similar to what Kim's saying, I would uh, encourage our members to attend the member meetings. Uh, have a team that, based on the topics that we're going to cover, have people in attendance. The virtual's great, but in attendance, you not only get to hear the presentations, you get to um, talk with colleagues from different systems and and learn from each other. And I remember as a superintendent, even as, an, as a principal, I enjoyed those opportunities to grow. Second piece is I would encourage our districts to use vector solutions. And I would want them to look at that in a couple of ways. Number one, I would make it part of my onboarding process for specific groups of employees. If I was gonna onboard bus drivers, I would use the modules and vector solutions to make sure that I, gave them the information they needed to be as safe as possible. And they can do that with nutrition employees. They can do that with maintenance employees. There's a lot of areas that we can use uh, with Vector Solutions as school leaders to, to ensure that our folks are as safe as possible. So those are the two pieces that I would encourage districts to, to really, really uh, pay attention to and act on. Great, and, I, and I'm glad you mentioned Vector Solutions. For those of you who may not know, Vector Solutions is the online safety training and documentation program that we as GSBA Risk Management Services provide to each of our members as a free service. And it uh, provides a wide variety of training opportunities that they can take advantage of. Dr. Evans, how about you in terms of advice? Yes, and, and I think you guys summed it up. And, and I would just add to that from the standpoint of our services and resources. We have so many services and resources available. Uh, the employee safety videos, the quarter quarterly exchange newsletters with timely articles and useful information. Uh, we have risk alerts. I, I mentioned that earlier and the ones that you send out each month, David, and also safety scenarios for um, staff personnel to review and also use as a training as well. Uh, we have the webinars. Of course, we have pod, the risk pods. So there are so many services and so many resources that are available. And then also, if they request, David, I know that you go out and do trainings at the different um, member systems. So that's available as well. I would just continue to just advise them to utilize all the resources that they have, have available um, in order to continue to be proactive and uh, think in terms of preventive measures. So um, th that's what I would add to that. Great answers. Um... And 
as I've also wanted to mention that these are our three most recent uh, additions as member advocates for us. Our other two member advocates are also educators. Uh, uh, Mickey Key, who was assistant superintendent over finance and operations in uh, Colquitt County, and Dr. Brantley, who had served as 11 years as a superintendent down in Ware County. And each of them had extensive uh, backgrounds uh, in education as well. So we are very pleased and happy to have these type of individuals. And as you've heard here, how they have shared their experiences uh, from being an educator very recent to coming into this field of insurance. And, and it is a learning curve. I've been here 11 years. I was a principal administrative uh, at district for um, safety director and athletic director. And when I came in here, wow, it was, I felt like it was three years or so before I even understand the terminology. I know y'all mentioned that earlier. So it is great to have these type of individuals with us. Do you, each of you have any other final thoughts that you'd like to share for, uh, for our purposes of this podcast? David? Yep. I would, um, I would love to say, uh, in, just a final comment. I, I would like that our I would like to tell our districts that um, GSBA Risk Management Services is not a vendor. I, I want I want to make that clear. We are a solutions provider and a partner with districts in the state of Georgia. We don't do anything outside of that area. We are laser focused on serving districts across our state and. Our hope is, is that eventually we will serve all the districts across the state of Georgia. So we look forward to continuing to grow our work with local with districts. I continue uh, to work with Northeast Georgia districts and and try to make sure that they understand the, the services that we provide. Um, and it's truly a privilege to be able to continue to serve uh, those that serve our children across the state. And I'm glad you, you said that about not being a vendor because uh, to, to understand too, as you, you guys are out talking to non-members and trying to talk them into maybe coming in with us, there is no commission. These, these guys don't get anything extra for getting and bringing in a new member. We are strictly school focused and it, it is not like a vendor of your local insurance coverage companies that come around and try to sell you different insurances. So uh, I'm glad you pointed that out. Dr. Evans or Dr. Frank, or either one of you have any final comments? Yes, David, I, I would say that we as member advocates, we are available. Um, all of our members, they have our information contact. Uh, we're here, we're like connecting those dots for them. And at any point in time, you know, feel free and do not hesitate to reach out. But it's just truly a pleasure to serve the district um, of the Central Georgia area. That's the area that I cover. And it's a, just a great opportunity to just partner with the different members. It's truly appreciated. And Dr. Fraker, as our most recent hire, we'll let you close us out here with your comments. All right. Well, once again, thank you so much. Um, for giving us a chance to share. Um, and I would just echo what's been said about um, 
not being a vendor and and how we work because I would uh, not be a very good salesperson. That's why I did not go into that. I was an educator. Um, But I do feel like I'm a partner Um, and I'm a partner with all the school systems in Northwest Georgia, whether they're members or not. Um, And we maintain those relationships and continue to build on those relationships um, by networking and, and just being helpful and coming into education with the heart of a servant I feel like this position allows me to continue to do that on a broader scale with more um, school systems. Um, You know, Northwest Georgia is my home. It's always been my home. I understand, I understand the, the ins and the outs and the, just the, the different things that each region in the state has. So I appreciate that each of us live and work and serve in the areas that we're most familiar with um, because we have that perspective Um, But I appreciate the opportunity just to be a support and a resource for um, public schools. And and that's why I'm here. And so I appreciate the opportunity and the opportunity to share and just the opportunity to work with with great professionals. Well, I want to thank everyone for uh, taking the time to listen to this podcast. Uh, If you've listened to this entire podcast, you have been provided some great, great information And I want to thank each of you three for not only being great members of the resource uh, of the risk management service team here at GSBA, but for sharing your information with our members. So this is the conclusion of our risk pods. Hope you'll tune in to the rest of our risk pods. Uh, They are all listed on our website. And if you search any of the risk pod services, you can pull up any of the this this one, I believe this is number nine, and all of the other eight ones are listed on that uh, service for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm.